there are no excuses. You can you can get three sessions in minimum any any day. And if you if you can't, like I did, when I had to take the two rest days, which I've never done, <laughs> I adapted and I had to I had to skip a rest day. I had thirteen days in a row. And so what? I dealt with it. The momentum. That's what counts. Don't skip sessions. And he's here. He is here. Cristiano has entered the building. Welcome, wherever you are, to the Old Trafford Theatre. Yes, guys, welcome back to the Scott Podcast. Today, it's a bit of a shambolic one, to be honest. Um, Yeah, it's just me. Charlie is currently filming an episode by himself, and I am filming an episode by myself. We had to do this because we had a bit of uh, difficulty with the setups, because I currently am in a youth hostel, hence the not-so-appealing background. And, yeah, so actually, I have my mic with me. I don't have my headphones with me. I don't really have much with me. So that's actually kind of what today's episode is going to be about as well. So I'll just tell you where I'm at right now. So today it is the 29th, I believe, of January. And for the past, I think, five days, maybe less, I've been, um, I've moved from the house and the family that I've been staying with for the past seven months, six months in Germany. So um, I have a, it's not set in stone, but it's like you can't really get much more set in stone. The only reason why it isn't set in stone is because I haven't put pen to paper yet. Um, But I hope to do this on Tuesday anyway. So um, I'm currently about to sign up a team um, in the third division in Germany. by the time you're listening to this, you should already know what team it is. Um, I'll just tell you what it is as well. If you don't, it's called SPVGG Bayreuth, and they play in the third division in Germany. Um, they're currently 17th place, but they um, they're doing really well at the moment. Um, they're working their way back up, um, it, out of the relegation spot, which is really good as well. Um, I don't think they had the best start to the season. Um, but as I said, they're working their way up and it's looking really promising, which would be excellent if they could stay up in third division. Um, for me, I'm the fourth keeper and also, uh, for the first team, apologies, yeah, sorry. For the first team, I'm the fourth keeper and then also, um, I play games in the under-19s and second team. So, on Tuesday, I have to, um, work this all out with them. Uh, hopefully then it will be, um, uh, I guess, yeah, a contract. It's not going to be a professional contract. As I'm the fourth goalkeeper, they don't really do that in the third division. Um, especially because the under-19s team isn't anything exceptional. Uh, they're playing the third division as well. But it's um, the under-19s team compared to the first team. Like, let's say you're comparing Bayern Munich's under-19s to the first team at Bayern Munich. There's a correlation. They're both really, really good teams. Uh, the third division team that I'm with is a good team. But the under-19s team doesn't necessarily replicate that. Um, but that's okay. I just need to be playing games right now and be training with the first team that's a professional. So that's my main focus. And it's excellent that I've had this opportunity with Bayreuth to stay here and to work my way up through the game uh, and play in, in Germany because ultimately that's what my goal was. And it's great that I've achieved that and I've actually gone um, above and beyond what I was hoping for, which is excellent. But that hasn't come with out. There's, a, there's been a lot of sacrifices and there's been a lot of uncertainty 
and that's actually what today's episode is going to be about and basically i'm just going to talk to you guys about the uncertainty of let's say semi-professional football and professional football um every single footballer who is trying to make it professional will go through times like this especially if it's not a breakthrough moment like some professional footballers get so let's say you're 17 and you do really well and you sign with the first team and now you're playing for Barcelona the next year. It's not like that for me, unfortunately. Um, but for me, it's a progression, which is like most people, so that's completely fine. Uh, but the reality is it, of it, sorry, is um, it's quite, it's quite dif- difficult. And I kind of also forced this um, upon myself and my circumstances. Most people, they tend to let that come naturally to them. But for me, that's not who I am. That's... That's not how I see it working for myself either because I've never been that type of guy to let things come to me. I'm always proactively doing them myself. And I think that that's, um, that's kind of who I am. And I think that this is a perfect example of it because, yeah, realistically, the struggles that I've gone through recently, not like, I'm not trying to sound like it's um, like you should feel bad for me or anything. I've, I've done this completely on myself and it's um, something I'm proud of doing and I, it's something that I wanted to do and something that I knew that I had to go through to get where I am. I am and to where I want to go so I'll quickly just go through my let's say the last week for example that's last two weeks um so if we go two weeks ago it would have been the 15th of January now 15th of January um I would have been going to Frankfurt airport and I was yeah Frankfurt airport was staying at a hotel there and this was the last day that I had with my mum and sister. And they went back to Australia on the 16th. So on the 15th, I was, yeah, it was it was a really lovely day with my family. Obviously, it's tough um, when it's their last day and they're going back to Australia, but a really nice day. We literally, it was, a, it was a rest day for me, thankfully. So I was able to spend some time with them while playing board games in the hotel. It was really fun. And that was great to be with them. Um, so that's 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 the first the last, last two weeks for me has been really really tough because also the week prior um I was with Bayreuth on trial all was looking good um and yeah so that's that was for my parents for my sister for my mum everyone all my family they were happy that uh they didn't want to leave Germany without me having something set in stone necessarily so as you can, like, it's very difficult for me to explain it to you guys because you've never been in that situation yourself. But your mum doesn't want to leave you in a foreign country after you've been there for X amount of months and you don't know where you're going to go two weeks, one week later. So I kind of, um, I didn't really have anywhere to go if I didn't um, play for this team, let's say. So... It was really good timing that I was able to find a team. I didn't have very long, honestly. I only had, so in Germany, they have a very long break um, during Christmas. And this was my only time to sign up a team. And I had, I think, six trials lined up. And I was just going to go through the best ones and fall back on the lo- on the worst ones, essentially. So thankfully, um, my, I guess it was my second trial. But the first trial that I went on um, wasn't necessarily a trial. It was just a, I was training with this team and then they were going to help recommend me to another team. And then that's 
through that trial. That's how I got to the team that I was currently with called Bayreuth. So I was at the Bundesliga 2 team. I was just one-on-one session with the goalkeeper coach. And then he put me on to Bayreuth. And that was excellent. And then from Bayreuth, my training sessions there did well. And they're happy to have me. So that's excellent. And as I said, that's, that's perfect that I was able to be with the team. But three weeks ago, or maybe four, four weeks ago, I was in a very bad place with not knowing where I was going to go. Not like mentally or anything like that. Like I, I always had a very good outlook and where I am. Always had faith, you know, like everything's going to work out. I know that I'm the type of person to make it work as well. That's a massive thing. Like most people wouldn't even trust themselves to do this. But I think if anyone's going to make this dream work, it's it's me. Like I just know that I can make it work. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I have. So uh, back to the 15th of January. So, lovely day with my family. 16, they leave. It's very, very difficult. I think it's it's more difficult leaving my family the second time because the first time when I when I left six months ago in July, um, that was not easy. Obviously, that's difficult, but it's easier because I had something to look forward to. I was, I was excited. I was the unknown was exciting me essentially. Now my family were leaving me, and I was leaving them whichever way you look at and now I've actually got something to do. Now that sounds a bit stupid because maybe the other way around would be a bit more exciting, but for me, that's not how it was. Um, to be honest, I don't know completely why, but for me, that's how it was, and it was very difficult to say bye to them. But that's football, it's life, and it's a sacrifice I knew I had to make. It's something that I've had to do three times now, no, four times, it's not easy. Um, but yeah, so that was... Um, a rough rough day for me the 16th and then also what made it a little bit more difficult like it's so weird um the conception of walking away like when i said goodbye to my my mom and sister i had to walk away by myself like the past month that i was with them it just felt so normal and then i walked away and everything was completely different like the flip the sorry the switch just flipped completely again so it was immediate mindset shift I'm by myself again what am I doing what do I got to go I didn't have I haven't literally like that um, that time with my mum and sister was excellent because I had a car I didn't have to worry about catching a train I didn't have to worry about 200 euro tickets for a one hour journey which is literally what the ticket prices are so that's tough um another thing that for maybe for another episode about how what what the cost of my reality is at the moment that's that's a big one um so yeah, I have to worry about ticket prices, I have to worry about accommodation, everything like that. So on the 16th, I went to um, uh, another town and I had another training session there. And yeah, that, w- that was really annoying because it was a team I had previously been with already as well. Um, it didn't work out there for some reason. Um, honestly, don't know why. Um, it wasn't too much of an issue for myself though because I already knew I had the other offer. Um, by right, the team that I am with now, they also were okay with me going to this other team because they knew that if I got an offer there, it would probably be better than what I um, was able to get given by them. So it was all good. Um, yeah, again, I don't really see why um, there was an offer there. I don't think it was because of my quality. I think that I was, um, I definitely had the quality of um, the first keeper there. No, that's not what I meant to say. I think that I meant to, I had better qualities 
then their first keeper there. But for them, it might not be worth it to get an Australian kid to... Yeah, like, as I said in the previous episode with Charlie, it's very difficult being a foreigner. You have to be 20% better, 30% better than the goalkeepers there or any of their players to actually get a spot. And I may have been too much of a hassle, not much of a, not enough of a reward, essentially. So that's completely fine. Um, so that brings me to the 18th of January. I go back to where I've previously been living in the north of Bayern, which is the state. And this is where I've been living, not living, but I've been, I used it as a home where I could have all my luggage, whatnot, every guy just be traveling and traveling around Germany anyway. But this was kind of like my home base. So I went back there and this was a little bit annoying for me um, because I, I kind of promised the family that I'd be out after my mum left because that's kind of what I, like, I feel like I'd been relying on them for a little bit too long. Um, but that's, it's tough because that was due to the transfer window. So for most teams, they don't really accept any transfers outside of the transfer window. Not that that mattered for uh, me essentially because I could sign with a team outside of the transfer window because I'm a free agent. But for most teams, they don't really have any availabilities prior to a transfer window. So that was um, another issue. But now that I had the January window open, I was able to settle down. And that was my goal. I didn't really want to go back to where I'd been staying because I, I said that I'm, I'm, I'm out. So that week that I had from the 18th to just the other day, really, um, I was waiting to get the all, all like thumbs up, all green, you know, to come back here. Um, I, hadn't, I had my apartment approved already in Bayreuth and... Yeah, like that was all good to go ahead, basically. I was just waiting on them to say, yeah, we want you, I want you here. And then I'm like, done, sweet, I've got the team. Um, so I was waiting on that, and that was really, really annoying, honestly. That was, um, when it comes to sculpture and what Charlie and I speak about, this was probably one of my worst weeks that I've ever had of um, not sculpting, if that makes sense. I call it a maintenance day, and... This was a week full of maintenance. If I show you my journal, every day was maintenance. And I hate those days. Um, me having a good day is a day of sculpture. And when I don't have routine, when I don't have, um, I guess, a vision of what the next day looks like, it can't be a sculpture day. It has to be a maintenance day. So the reason for that is because if I sculpt myself on that day the next day suffers and I don't know what my next day looks like I might have to go train with the first team I don't want to be exhausted I don't want to be too tired so I had to maintain myself and that doesn't look like not training that that's still training but it's only an hour and a half maximum of football training and then a gym session and then recovery okay so for me there's a few um things that list off for me to have a day of sculpture this is in my journal so I could have a really really good day where I think I'm sculpting myself but I miss one thing and it's actually I have a, a, a system where it says is this a sculpture day I go through the criteria if it isn't then it's a maintenance day and a lot of the times um it's a sculpture day but obviously I still have my maintenance days and then on a Sunday I would like to have a revival day but for today's example um I don't have a revival day because it's a training day. Um, that wasn't 
as planned, but the team had training. It's a bit weird. Um, I've never really heard of it. A match day plus one session. Um, they played yesterday, and that was really cool. Um, they won. Um, but a match day plus one session I've never really heard of, but it's whatever. We had it, and um, yeah, it's okay. I'll just take um, tomorrow off anyway. But yeah, that's all good. And yeah, it's just basically so. After I got the thumbs up to move here, um, that was that was good. But I also didn't have anywhere to stay in between me moving into my apartment, which I still haven't moved into. I moved into my apartment in two days. Um, but yeah, I didn't have anywhere to stay during this time. And this was a lot of uncertainty. And I still have a little bit of uncertainty, but it's definitely nowhere near the amount of uncertainty that I've previously been having past few weeks and I think that the main message for this podcast is this episode is that amongst sculpture there has to be some maintenance days and I hate maintenance days because it makes me feel shit but I have to go through them sometimes but it also just makes me want to sculpt even more if that makes sense so I'd say that a maintenance day for me I wouldn't even be smiling, honestly. I hate it because I know that I'm not giving the best. And I know there's people working harder than me. They're really, really dicks at me. Now, some people, I think most people have that voice in their heads telling them that they they aren't working hard enough, things like that. I've spoken to many people who say they've got that voice and I don't, I don't not believe them, but the difference between them and me is that I actually use that to push me even harder. And I'm not satisfied with those days. It really, really... I, I can't really explain it to you. If you know, you know. And it's... The, it's When Tim Grover references this type of people in his book, he calls them cleaners. Cleaners would be able to relate it with me here. You, it really, really pisses you off. And it's not even that it was a bad day of training. It could be a good day, as I was saying. But you know that you're not giving what you should be because you don't know what tomorrow looks like. And that's what the uncertainty kind of is. And yeah, it's it's just, it's it's maintenance days. That's what it is, that's what it looks like. And I've had a lot of maintenance days recently, way too many for my liking, especially to start off my year, because I, I momentum really does carry me a lot of the time. And I've had a bit of a reset recently um, when I was sick as well, which really, I hate resets. I've never done one before. This was my first one week off that I ever had in football. Um, but I had to because I was I was, I was was sick for a month. I kept on getting sick, kept on getting sick. I had to reset. So, yeah, that was really annoying. But just going back to the point of maintenance days, you have to have criteria of what your days look like. That comes through reflection, self-analysis, those things. So if I go on my journal, I can see... I can go through the days that I have and I can show you everything. I can be completely transparent, right? So the past few days, um, so since I've been here in Bayreuth, I think I've had maybe two sculpts and one maintenance. And that that isn't good enough for me. That pisses me off still. But if I'm looking at the situation, I had way too much uncertainty to where I didn't know where I was staying that night until 8pm and I like to be in bed at 8pm 
So for me, that's way too much uncertainty. And I had to turn those days into maintenance days. So I had to change my priorities to work for me in the future. So what that looks like is, okay, well, I have to focus on finding somewhere to stay for tonight. I'm going to have to set four hours aside to do that instead of doing an extra training session because I don't want to die tonight. I might not get those extra days if I don't do this. So that's what a maintenance day looks like. So recently I haven't been actually knowing where I'm going to be staying for the night. And that's the reality. That's how it works sometimes. Um, I have to pay for all of the accommodation myself. Unfortunately, I'm not getting helped by the club. Um, that's unfortunate, but that's the reality of it. And all I can do is adapt. And um, thankfully, uh, not thankfully, this was a part of the plan actually. I'm in a place where I can uh, financially support myself. Thankfully, keep on using this word, it is completely my doing. I am able to financially support myself enough to where I can stay in a hotel for the night, where I can stay in youth hostels, for example, for a week. So I do a lot of work um, to make money as well, because if you don't know, something that I don't really talk about too much, but this whole trip to Europe by myself has been funded by myself. So uh, until my mum came, when she wanted to pay for things, you know, pay for food and whatnot, um, accommodation, even though actually I paid for accommodation, but this made it very difficult. So I need to do it by myself, sorry, made it very difficult to do it by myself. So I ended up um, getting a job. So it's um, the reality of it. I don't really like having a job because it doesn't allow me to give as much as I want to football. But thankfully my job has to do with football. So I am not actually sacrificing anything, which is excellent for me. So it's, it, it, it's my job that I have is fantastic because I'm learning about football whilst getting paid. I'm, that's, 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 that's the best. So that's just, that's um, a very good way for me to do it as well. And I think that I, the way I have it to make money is very, very beneficial to me, not financially, um, sorry, financially, but not just financially, also contacts wise. Um, so I'm just, I won't go into depth of what my job is completely. Um, I have a few jobs actually. I have multiple sources of income, which is great. And maybe in another episode, if people want to hear actually what that is, I can definitely do that. But I think that I've, I've been very, very purposeful, very smart with what I'm doing and how I make my money and allowing me to deal with these very, very uncertain times. I don't know if anyone listening here has ever been in a similar situation, but I guess the best way to kind of um, put it into perspective is imagine you are trying to get home and you are an hour away from your house and you've got no transport, you're relying on public transport. You don't have much money. Thankfully, I did have money. Um, I thought I had a lot less, to be honest. When I looked at my bank account, that definitely, um, I was very, very relieved. But there's a, yeah, it's um, yeah, just very uncertain and so you, let's say you're living an hour away and you want to get home, no public transport, not much money. And 
it's a foreign country, and it's 8pm. And what are you going to do? Right? That's that's kind of the uncertainty that I was living in. And also, I've got to train the next day. So, I want to get to bed early. Um, at the time, I also... This was just a bit of me being pissed off. I was really pissed off this night. I had trained in the morning. Good session, but not long enough. Professional football, you don't train as long as you do in youth football, unfortunately. And for me, that really pisses me off. But I, I just do extra training instead, obviously. So, I had a strain of like 14 on whoop. And whenever I see that, it pisses me off. So I still wanted to get a training session. And um, thankfully, I got to a hotel, got the training session in, and I had a roof over my head for the night. So that was good. But again, uncertainty. And this probably goes a little bit against my message of um, maintenance days. Obviously, I advocate for getting as many sculpture days in as possible, but I also... Like, what I mean by um, maintenance days, I guess maintenance for sculpting, if that makes sense. Because most people would kind of just give up there. Most people wouldn't train on those days. Most people would be okay with, um, oh, you know, it's a bit difficult to, to not train. You know, it's okay, I won't. I'm, it's only one session, you know. For me, that just, I hate that. I really hate that. That really angers me. So I think that even a great example of that is that how I was saying, even at 8pm, I didn't know where I was going to stay. Didn't know what I was going to do. But I still wanted to get that extra session in. And as I said, this probably goes a little bit against my message, but I still got that session. I had somewhere to stay. I dealt with the uncertainty. I think I did quite well. But that was... Yeah, I turned it into a sculpture day. But I didn't need to. But this is where, for me, I'm, I'm glad I did. Because that's who I am. And I know that that's what I do best. It's what gets the best results for me. And yeah, it's it's just, that's how I deal with uncertainty, honestly. And I don't think many people could do this the way I do. I don't think many people would want to do it. I'd say if, if I was to look back on myself seven months ago and I'm leaving to Germany and I knew that this was going to happen, I'd still be doing this. But if I was to go ask someone else in the football world would they actually go ahead with this, this if they knew that this is what they had to do I don't think they would and even if they did I don't think that they'd be training as much as me I don't think they'd be doing as much as me mentally, physically, anything and that's kind of what we preach for at Sculpted um, I think yeah it's a great example of it and that's kind of just how I deal with it guys and I hope that you've got a good insight there um, into how I deal with uncertainty, what it looks like, what the reality is for me at the moment. Um, also, just so you know, I'm moving to my apartment in two days, right? Once I move into my apartment, oh my goodness, I'm about to have the best five months of my life. So I go back to Australia in July probably. And this five months... Because of all these maintenance days, you can probably imagine how much pented up anger I've got. Not anger, but like pented up, like a desire of me wanting to get in those extra sessions. I feel like I'm behind. I'm not. But I like to feel like I am because that's going to push me even harder. I'm going to be doing even more. In this next five months, I'm telling you, I already have written out what, I, what it's going to look like. I wrote this out a while back because I knew that January is going to be a tough month for me.
and I knew that I had to revive it. But I'm telling you right now, February to July, this is, this is it, like, it's going to be, it's going to be rough, but I like, I like that, you know, that's, that's what I, that's what I want, um, that's why I came here, that's, I've got, I've got a point to prove, and, yeah, all I can say, guys, is, um, keep watching the space, you know, um, it, yeah, football's not easy, I don't think many people would go through what I go through, um, on purpose either, like, I knew that I had to do this, I knew that coming over to Germany, it wasn't going to be easy, I'm not, I'm not a national team player. Uh, like, I'm, I haven't played a minute of professional football. Now, obviously, I came over when I'm 17. You know, I'm not really expected to play a minute of professional football at my age. National team, debatable, okay. Um, maybe I should be a national team player. I would love to. Maybe I'm not good enough. But that's okay because I'm going to get there. And I honestly believe that. So, yeah, all I can say, guys, is... um. If you're going to take anything from this podcast, I think just take um, take take the obsession that I have. I, th- I hope that you can understand how obsessed I am with all the small details, you know, making sure I get that extra session in, even when I don't even know what I'm saying that night. That obsession drives results. And when people say, oh, balance, oh, I can't even talk about that now. I'm going to absolutely blow your ears off and we're going to be 50 minutes into a podcast so we'll talk about that another time but yeah there's when people start saying you need balance you need to skip a session it's not true you don't you have to train you have to train and you're only treating yourself if you don't and people start making excuses people start saying oh yeah because I was traveling it's only one session yeah, no, that's not true. You have to train. And even if it's a shit session, at least you trained, right? You still got that momentum to carry forwards. That's that's the main thing. Um, just that obsession. Fine details, the small things, doing the doing everything right. You gotta do it. You can't leave any stone unturned. And I think that through uncertain times, yes, it's difficult. I've shown you how it's difficult. I've shown you days that I've struggled with. Um, but you know what? I still haven't missed a session. I still have trained six days a week. Rested on the Sunday. I've done gym, stretch, football work. I've done at least those three training sessions every single day. I haven't skipped one. Right? Those are maintenance days for me as well. That might be your, your good day. That might be your good day of training. Just remember that's my maintenance day for me. I'm not happy with that. My four, five session days, and you might think, oh, stretching isn't a training session. Gym, that's not a training session. Analysis, that's not a training session. I could even put mental in there. If I'm putting mental in there, that's four training sessions minimum in a day for me. Okay, these are all training sessions. Okay? Everything you do that is helping you get closer to your goals, that's a training session. So I'm always training always get better, always refining, and I'm not I'm not happy with being mediocre, I'm not happy with not giving 100%, and those days where I can't, that really angers me, and if you have that voice in your head, good, good, don't, when people tell you, oh no, skip one, don't skip one, still do it, 
that's 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 really important and as as the whole this episode goes uncertainty you're gonna have uncertainty but still get the minimums and still have those standards still train still get the mental work it still analyze and just quickly i'll end this off you might think okay i've traveled for let's say you're doing the australian to europe leg and you're asking me how i train in that leg first of all that's 30 hours okay i didn't get to train in that period and i didn't have a rest day in that period so what i did is that so i had two days off i flew on the sunday woke up on the monday in germany so i had two two rest days in a row right so then i had 13 days of training after that no rest day in between so i, I caught up for it okay now let's say you're traveling for seven hours a day in the day okay i have unfortunately i've probably traveled that um expenditure for a few times now maybe 10 or more times where i've had to do seven hours or more of um, transport in a day do you know how many hours are in a day you've got 24 hours let's say you sleep for nine of them which you should be doing okay there's 13 hours left i'm traveling for how many hours okay seven let's say minimum seven okay traveling for seven seven minus 13 okay so we've got six hours left of the day do you know what you can do in six hours okay let's go even less than six hours let's say i've traveled for x amount of time and i've only got four hours left of my day if training only takes an hour and a half you stretch for 15 minutes and you do 30 minutes in the gym you've done the mental work because you were sitting down you've analyzed you've still got time of your day left so there are actually genuinely no excuses and if you're saying oh i can't find a football field i can't find a gym i can't find a place to stretch goodness me fair play you are making up way too many excuses genuinely it is so easy I can show you. I train in my hotel rooms. It's become a staple in my training routine, actually. I've actually improved my first touch so much doing this. I have trained my footwork so much um, with, with the blaze pods, with my reaction lights, those things. It's completely underrated. You can get in a training session anywhere. The one time I've... Uh, even just going for a run. My goodness me, that's, that's, that's the easiest thing you can do. Uh, the, the most down bad I've ever been Two times in a hotel, right? The most damn bad I've ever been for a lack of resources, lack of time, lack of clothes, everything. I stood in my room for 30 minutes, literally running on the spot. Now, you might think that's a stupid thing. I, I admit, it was stupid. I didn't have to do it, but I'm glad I did. And... I don't see what, what, there's no harm of doing, of me doing it, but it gives me so much more that I've got that momentum. I still train, okay? Now, obviously, a sculptor, a sculpture day is where I'm purposely training, purposely doing these things. But the fact is I still train on those days, and I think that's the most important thing, because then the next day, I can actually sculpt myself when I have time, when I have resources, things like that. So, as I said, deal with the uncertainty it's going to happen but champions are made through sculpting and 
there are no excuses. You can you can get three sessions in minimum any any day. And if you if you can't, like I did, when I had to take the two rest days, which I've never done, <laughs> I adapted and I had to I had to skip a rest day. I had thirteen days in a row. And so what? I dealt with it. The momentum. That's what counts. Don't skip sessions. Stay sculpted.